listening to The Growth Show. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning into this episode of The Growth Show. I'm Kit Bodner, CMO at HubSpot, and I am thrilled to be joined by Kai Kite this week on The Growth Show. Kai is probably one of the most unusual guests we've ever had. He's got an incredibly diverse background. At three, he began learning the violin. Later, he was, went on to perform in venues such as the White House and at the Great Wall of China. But he also has an engineering degree from Stanford University's prestigious D-School and learned all about entrepreneurship in the Silicon Valley and has worked with companies from Disney, Coca-Cola, and even the Seattle Seahawks. Kai, welcome to The Growth Show, man. That's, a, that's an awesome resume there. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. Wow. So I wanna, we're going to talk a lot about growth and leadership and the things you've learned in your journey. And I kind of want to get us kicked off. You were kind enough to speak at our inbound conference uh, a couple months ago, and you gave a talk about the qualities of great leaders. Can you, you know, there are a lot of people listening to this podcast that manage teams, lead companies. What have you observed from your work that really makes a leader great? One thing I've noticed in observing leaders and on my journey to display leadership myself is the importance of not shying away from the important conversations. Um, so, so, so often it's easy to dismiss things that are uncomfortable or if some, someone's not doing something right to just dismiss them as not having the capacity or as different. Uh, but I found that true leadership is really when you take the time to do the work and try to understand and to dive into those difficult topics. And that's what I spoke about at Inbound, and it's something that I'm trying to practice and learn how to do daily. So it sounds like you're really talking about having the hard conversations, being direct. Can that backfire on you? Can that, can that cause you trouble as a leader? That seems like a really difficult thing to do. It seems like I think everybody would have problems, challenges with that. Yeah. So one thing I've been learning, like I, I am uh, in my work, I'm sharing myself on stage all the time. So I give presentations to people across the world. And in a way, that's a sense of leadership. And one thing I've learned in terms of communication is that you must be very, not, not just careful, but very thoughtful in how you approach difficult conversations and difficult topics. And one technique that I found that works is if, if someone's underperforming or, or if you're telling someone to do something, start with yourself first. So don't just preach, but display and uh, be an emblem for what you're trying to get across. Meaning if someone's not doing something correctly as a leader, maybe share a story where you didn't do something correctly so they can, so you can build that rapport and they can trust you in a sense so it doesn't look like you're just pointing fingers but that you understand. And so that's something that I always share in my presentation. So whenever I, I talk about an idea that I think is important, I talk about a time that I struggled with that. And because I'm open in that way, people uh, you typically, you know, they, they trust me or are willing to, to listen and understand deeply. That's really interesting. So it's almost like you're, you're saying there's the key to this is humility with your, your honesty and your directness. If you kind of combine those things, you, you can build the trust and rapport while still having those difficult conversations Definitely. is that yeah, humi- is that right humility and also empathy so having the ability like if someone's different you, than you are, are struggling or not doing something that you'd like them to do uh, having the capacity to understand that you that could be you you could be in that situation maybe you have been maybe you, maybe you haven't been but it could be it could have been you 
Uh, so taking the time to say, if that was me, you know, how would I be feeling? How would I want to be uh, talked to? And it's difficult to do. <laughs> it's a challenge that I almost face every single day, but it's a journey that's been very rewarding so far. That's really interesting. And let's talk a little bit about more about you because you've got this really interesting background. You basically, to me, lived your life as performance art. I mean, you've been performing since you're a very young child. And uh-huh. what is what is performing this whole time taught you? Taught you about uh, about learning and growing both as a person and teaching other people. Like, what have you learned from all this time performing? <laughs> so much. Uh, one thing that's really drilled into me uh, with performing is preparation. So, you know, you have a show for maybe just 10, 15 minutes. And in that 10 or 15 minutes, you know, you have an opportunity to not just, you know, play the right notes and get applause, but also to impact people, right? To, to say something that's important on stage. And there are days, weeks, months, years that go into that 10 minutes. And I have just learned to, whenever I see something that's impressive or a great performance of another person, realize that, you know, there's hours, there's sweat and tears put behind that, and there's a lot of thoughtfulness behind that. And so whether it's music or my presentations or business, I'm just all about preparation and being strategic about how I spend my time before it gets close to the show. Because to me, the real work is done um, when you wake up by yourself and no one else is around. You know, what do you do? Do you have a crazy story about a lucky break you had or a comeback story in business? We'd love to hear about it. Record a voice memo on your phone, send it to growthshow at hubspot.com with your name, and you could be featured on a future episode. Next up, we'll hear about what inspires Kai, some of his business advice, and some of his musical inspiration. And now back to Kai Kite. One of the thing to me that seems to be your superpower is actually not performance. It seems like you have the ability to to learn at a hyper rate. You you have this very diverse ex- group of experience and for me growth directly equates with learning. And the faster you can learn, the more you can grow yourself, but also a business, a company, whatever whatever you're trying to do. So what are your secrets? What are your secrets to learning these really (laughs) difficult things so quickly and so well? Um, So for me, I think like habits, right? Building habits where you do something every single day is important. But something that's extremely useful for me that's at a higher level is realizing that everything works together, that there's nothing that you learn or experience that can't be combined or used to uh, grow in some way. For example, the same principles that I learned in engineering at the design school at Stanford, I use in my music or I I use in giving a speech on stage because I learned a lot about, uh, in in the D school, they talk a lot about storytelling. Uh, There it's in the sense of marketing, but I use storytelling in the sense of how can I connect with these group of like corporate professionals. It's the same thing, but when I was taking those engineering classes, I, I was very, very open to learning it, but I knew that I could use that for another reason. Um, another example, like this week, I just started reading a book on um, political narratives and political campaigns 
uh, not because I necessarily want to go into politics, but because I think there's a lot to learn from how people position themselves and their stories. And so for me, it's just I'm all ears, all open all the time because it all works together. And for me, uh, that's kind of like the beauty of life, just find those connections Okay, so I want to dive into one word that you used in that answer. You used the word <laughs> habit, and you mm, used yeah. the word building habits are key to learning. Yeah. Like, take me through a day for you. What are your habits in your day? What are the what are the habits that you've put in to really help yourself learn more? Yeah. So actually, one one of the this is kind of divergent for a second, but one of the biggest habits that um, I've been kind of very adamant about building is just habits of health, right? Because you can't learn, you can't perform at a high level if you're not healthy. And so every morning I start out uh, meditating, you know, eating the right things, drinking water. But after that, there are a few things that I always do. So I always create music. I always write content. And then I set aside an hour each day where I actually just try to learn something new. So whether it's taking a class on lynda.com or, or just anything, it could be reading a book, but an hour every day where my mind can be expanded somehow. And it's funny, I literally have like a little check box uh, on my room. It's not too complicated. I just make sure I check those four things off uh, every day. <laughs> and so for me, I always I, I do those things first before I do anything else. So I've already accomplished those things today you know, before we had this interview, just because I want to make sure I get those important things out uh, done first. Okay, so that's super interesting. And there's somebody listening right the second that's like, yeah, but that's him. That's not me. I, I could never do that. That seems hard. My life's far busier. I have more people to take care of. I have more stuff to do. I don't think you believe that that's true. I think you believe that anybody can do this. Like, But why is that? Yeah, I mean, I think it comes down to prioritization. Um, so realizing that you know our time every day is limited. So what, what are the things that... Uh, that you want to do most and what are the, the few things, a couple of things that will lead you to that the farthest and do those first things in the day. So maybe it's, uh, if you, you think you're too busy, maybe it's uh, making the plans to wake up an hour early to do those things. There's always a way. Uh, but for me, it's about setting those priorities and then being willing to say no to other things. So uh, in my business now, like there's a lot of fun stuff I can work on. I can uh, work on a lot of design stuff or uh, just cool stuff on social media all the time. I could do that, uh, but it's not its not the most important thing. It's not my highest priority. The biggest priority for me is creating great content and writing great stories and producing great music. And so having the capacity to say no or I'll do those other fun or urgent things later because right now I have to take care of what's most important. Yeah, absolutely. For me, it's, a, it's about prioritizing and optimizing your day. Where are you going to spend yeah. your time how are you going to invest in it? Where are you wasting time? Yeah. Everybody has a bunch of time that they waste in their day. And if, if you get that time back, there's amazing things you can do. I think the other key in me listening to you and hear your success is that you are laser focused on what you're trying to accomplish. Mm, the the yeah. goals and priorities for you seem dead on and you seem very consistent on this. Is that, is that true? Is that, and is that intentional? Yeah, it's, it's very uh, intentional for me. What I'm working on, it's it's more than a business. It's, it's just passion-driven. This is something that I'm fully invested in because I, I believe in, uh, in the essence behind what I'm trying to do. So uh, every I think about, you know, when I perform, like last week I, I did a performance in Philadelphia, and 
Uh, people were coming up to me telling personal stories, and uh, people were even crying because it affected them so much. And for me, when I wake up every day, I'm like, you know, if I can have that impact and, you know, scale this out as great as possible, every day I have the opportunity to affect, you know, one more person by the effort I give, the focus I give right now. And for me, that's just, that's so exciting. It's it what's, what wakes me up in the morning, and it's why I am able to, uh, I guess, invest so much in, in it. So there are people listening to this conversation who are, I think, probably battling to find the ability to do things that they're passionate about in the same way that you're able to. What's your advice to them? What's your advice to to grow personally and professionally through something you're passionate about? How do you make that happen? Um, I think one thing is to not wait for permission, um, especially if, it, if it's something you're passionate about that doesn't exactly have a lane. Like what I'm doing now, it doesn't have a lane, right? There's there's no rubric for how to perform music and talk to people on stage. There's no uh, straight steps to follow. And what I, what I struggled with at first is, you know, I was reaching out to all of these different, uh, some even like celebrities, just authors, people that you know looked like they had it all together. And I was waiting for someone to say, "Hey, this is what you do," or "Hey, this is you know this is good. Go ahead and do it." Uh, and that, that never came, and so I realized, okay, I was trying to talk to all these people, get permission, get this validation, but really, the only thing that matters is connecting with the person, connecting with the audience. And so finding the time to uh, really just set your own tempo, maybe it's wake up an hour early, and not feel that you need to tell anyone, you know, not feel that you need that validation, but just go out and try it. And if you're consistent and are willing to learn and adjust, eventually it's probably going to work. Um, and so, yeah, just not waiting for permission uh, but giving that permission to yourself is has been really uh, effective for me. That's awesome. And and you talked about you know you were looking to other people and you're reaching out and everything. Uh, the follow up for me there is, you spend your whole life on stage trying to inspire others and get people to change and learn and grow. But who inspires you? Who do, who who fills that that need for you? Who do you look towards? Mm, um, for me, it's. It's so many people. It has to start with my family. Um, also, so I, I'm growing this business. It's not alone. So I'm working with my partner. She's actually uh, a girlfriend from Stanford, and now we work together as well. And she is just fantastic. She's almost like my sensei <laughs> in a way uh, where I can – for me, I'm, I'm an introvert, and so I spend you know, hours alone a day thinking through ideas. And she's always someone that uh, has that energy. That is zippy. <laughs> Uh, she has that energy and perspective that uh, I can always learn from, and yeah, I'm always learning from her every single day. So that that's who inspires me the most. You said you talked a little bit about being an introvert there, you know, and that does, doesn't seem to jive with being a public speaker and performing all the time. <laughs> and I, I'm sure there are a bunch of people listening to this conversation and like, hey, this guy sounds awesome, but I'm a really introverted person. I could never do what he does. But you're like, hey, no, that's me. Well, how do you how do you balance those things? Yeah, no, no, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> I think maybe one percent, maybe, maybe less. Maybe, maybe, sorry, maybe more. Maybe like two percent of my time is spent actually on stage. Uh, I've been up for about six hours today, and most of the time I've been alone in my room <laughs> with uh, a little bit of sunlight and light music, just thinking and then working on music. So. Uh, the preparation to, to have something to say that's important on stage, uh, 
you have for me i have to take a lot of time alone to think about those things so i'm not just talking i'm not just speaking but i'm sharing important stories uh, with great detail and that takes a lot of time so it's funny a lot of people think oh you're an extrovert you like to uh you know just talk a lot i actually don't uh, but if i have something important to say i will say it and that's that's yeah that's the balance of the contrast between what i do these days and and that seems emblematic of how kind of we all try to work together. And so, you know, a lot about growth is people think about their their personal growth and their career growth. You know, I think at companies today, you have a tough balance of like, should I be in these meetings or should I be head down working on my project? How do you, you know, what advice do you give to people on trying to balance, you know, creating and being kind of that individual contributor versus being a, a contributor to a larger team or, or focus, you know, it's yeah. hard. Yeah. I think it, it varies by person. So I know there's some people that just, they love meetings all the time and I, I can't stand meetings, uh, only unless they're, they have to be, they have to happen and they have a, uh, a very set purpose. Uh, but people are different. And so taking the time to learn how the people around you are different, whether they're introvert, extrovert, how they respond best, where they get their energy from taking that time to learn that, uh, is important. So, for example, for me as an introvert, um, I don't really like being disrupted. Uh, so, when I worked uh, at you know, a typical company, I, you know, I hated when someone would come by and while I was on my computer working on something and you know, asked to have a conversation right there. Because for me as an introvert, I was in this really deep conversation where, with myself where I was uh, so engaged. It didn't look like I was engaged, but I was so engaged internally with what I was doing. And so it takes, you know, five to 10 minutes, at least for me to come back to that same level of engagement. Uh, so kind of learning how the, the different people around you work and then respecting that. Uh, I know a lot of times as an introvert, sometimes I have trouble, you know, accepting that or respecting that the people around me, you know, they, they, they need to have that energy. They need to have those meetings. They need to have that. And so, I think learning to strategize around those personal qualities is really important. Cool. That's it's really interesting. Before we finish up, let's. I want to talk about a few fun things, fun, a few fun questions here. Cool. So you're you're into music. You create a lot of music. What are you? What's your go-to like inspirational pump-up songs? You know, you, I feel <laughs> like you you're this person who probably has like the best playlist for this stuff ever. It's like the, the cross section of your life. What? Give us some gems. I, I honestly, <laughs> I don't have the best playlist ever. <laughs> I, uh, I listen to music very sporadically and almost like strategically. So I listen to, um, th- like I listen to a lot of film scores. So like Hans Zimmer, I listen to a lot, uh, just in terms of the textures that he used. There's another composer, uh, named John Hopkins that I've been listening to a lot. I also listen to a lot of mainstream music. So I listen to, uh, the weekend people like that, uh, so for me, my ears are always open, and I'm always trying to learn. There's no one set genre that uh, I can say that I have. The interesting thing, before I ask my other fun questions, it seems like you create more than you consume, which is a really interesting <laughs> observation to me. Is that true, and is that intentional? Uh, it, it is. <laughs> tell me more about that. That's, yeah, that's a good observation. Um, yeah, so for me, I think consumption is really important because that forms what you create. Uh, but also taking the time for me, I love just doing things without knowing how they're supposed to be done. Uh, 
taking the time to say, okay, if I were to do this completely by myself, what would I come up with? And then afterwards looking at other forms. So for example, uh, I'm working on a lot of music production these days. And so I'll create a piece. And then after that, I'll listen to some of my favorite artists and say, oh, well, they did something there with the transitions. Oh, they, they did this or that. Uh, but first I want to uh, be inspired by my own internal thoughts. And I've, that's something I've come to learn is that before I used to almost uh, have too little consumption. <laughs> uh, I wasn't taking in enough sources of input. But now I've come to learn that there's a, there's a balance uh, between those two. But I'm definitely on the creation side still. Cool, cool. So I know you're really busy, and, but you have to relax at some point in time. So what's the last you know, Netflix show you binge watch, last kind of real downtime, like <laughs> guilty pleasure thing that you can share with all of us so that we can go check yeah, it so out. When, when I, I don't watch TV or Netflix that much, but when I do, I commit. <laughs> so uh, recently I, oh yeah, earlier this year, I was heavily involved with Prison Break. Oh, uh, that is a great one. Yeah. And then the, I thought the characters started getting a little bit slow in their development, so I kind of weaned off a little bit. But for a few weeks, I was heavily, heavily into Prison Break. Yeah, for, for everybody out there, the first two seasons of Prison Break are epic. Right, yeah, and then it yeah, goes the really two. downhill after the first two it seasons. Does, yeah. You can just kind of <laughs> stop there. The first two are great, though. Highly recommend it. Uh, awesome. That, that, is, that is a good one. Oldie, but a goodie. It has been fabulous talking to you it's been really insightful to listen a little bit about how you inspire others but how you've really kind of engineered a lifestyle to help you create and therefore enable you to inspire others and to help people grow it's been awesome it's been really enlightening thank you so much for joining us today and thanks everybody who who listened really appreciate it thank you so much for having me it's an honor sounds good and everybody Thank you for tuning into this episode of The Grow Show. Uh, tune in, check us out on iTunes, give us a five-star review. Please share the podcast around, and we, you'll hear more from us next week.